He was on. Dude, you were frozen crowd. for you were frozen for so long, <laughs> and just, kept, just you just yeah. kept barreling through. I have no idea. What you I said. kept talking about stuff. <laughs> kept talking about it. Um, That's great. Mm-hmm. Classic. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I am Nikki Sinakis. Uh, Rachel, this girl, I am a, a friend of Rachel. I don't know if we were friends, but we went to high school together. Uh, my name is Nikki Sinakis. I was a year younger than Rachel. Uh, uh, my name is Nikki Sinakis. And, um, and I went, I had a, I did a lot of tanning. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were in, mm-hmm. when we were in high school, if mm-hmm. you recall, Rachel, I don't know if you remember, but I would go to the tanning booth for a very long time, uh-huh. bronze my skin to the color of uh, burnt toast. Uh-huh. You remember me, Rachel? I Nikki do. Sinatra. I do remember you. Yeah, your skin looked like a little sickly. I gotta say, <laughs> that's me. Of course, normally we, we a famous went person. to we went to elementary school all the way that's through. Right. We did. Yeah, that's right. we, we went did. to two different schools, two different Catholic schools, but yeah, we went all the way through. Rachel Ikniowski and Nikki Sinakis, two great friends <laughs> reuniting here today on a, on the podcast about Degrassi. I'm glad this isn't easily Googleable. <laughs> Oftentimes, a famous person shows up here at the moment to kick off the show here, the deep, the Degrassi every episode ever marathon podcast. But tonight, instead of it being a famous person, it's me, your old pal Nikki Sinakis. Mm-hmm. Thanks, pal. <laughs> I'm a Greek woman. Uh, you spelled my last name T S Anakis. T S Anakis. And here I am to spread joy to all the broomheads during uh, this time of uncertainty, when uh, you know the world is still in a place of. Uh, well, I guess I already said it. Uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty safe bet to say that we're gonna be like this for the rest of the year. Right, And then there was an uh, article that I read. This is me, Nikki Sinakis. I read the article that there was like another strain of swine flu. Like, that's Oh, coming. I saw that too. I and saw it's that like, too. Maybe this is just it. Maybe we just saw, this is the end. This is the end. This is us. Dear little friend, the end. I don't want to be one of those people who like hates the doors, but I fucking hate the doors. I never mm. really listened to them growing up. My parents don't care about them. So I, and then that's, Honestly, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to the doors. I remember when mm-hmm. back when we were in high school together. When we were I'm, young. Yeah. yeah. I'm Nikki Sinakis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went to high school together in Baltimore. Late Maryland. 90s, early 2000s. Yes. In yeah. Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. I remember when we, you, I would come over to your house and your mom would sing songs because she was a great singer in a wedding. Band. She was. She was. They were called Mariah. Mariah. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Me, Nikki Sinakis. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you want to know what I've been up to? Well, you know, a lot of Etsy <laughs> and, uh, teaching, uh, art. I think I'm we an, were in Girl Scouts together too. I'm an art teacher. I teach art in college. I'm an art professor. Ooh, fancy. Did you know that? I, teach, I did. teach art. I didn't know that. At uh, New York University. Did you know that? What? Wait, at the, at the New York, at the New York University. Yeah. yeah I live in Astoria. Sorry, Queens. What? Where do you live? Yeah, Greeks. I'm a Greek, so we all live there. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Where do you live? <laughs> also in Astoria, Queens. 
wait a minute. And what do you do? Do you work in art? Someone told me you worked in art. I also work in art. Who would have guessed? It's imaginary. (laughs) This is a really awkward coffee meeting. This is one of the dumbest, dumbest. (laughs) Even when you don't know who you're going to do, it's sometimes better than this. I had one and then... Broomheads, I'll tell and you right now. And then Nikki Sinakis got in your head. Rachel and I, Rachel was telling me a story about Nikki Sinakis, and I thought that was a very funny name, and I had to say it on the podcast because <laughs> I knew she wasn't making the cold open, so I had to just throw it in there. And I did have somebody else I was going to say, but now I'll save that for next week. Yeah. So I have don't forget one. it. Write it in your notes. <sighs> You're right. I should write. Sometimes I do. <laughs> write, if I do it. think of one early, I do write it in my notes. There are times when we talk about things on this podcast and I completely forget about it until I listen back to edit it. And then I'm like, wait a second, I got to text Pat about that thing we were talking about. (laughs) It just goes in one ear and right out the other. Well, you fairly, fairly often are not listening when I speak. I can tell. I can look. I can see it in your eyes. Same with, same with you to me because you know, you're not. I listen. You listen, listen. but you don't always laugh at the things you should be laughing at. Sometimes because sometimes I can't fucking tell when you're telling a joke. God damn it. It's very deadpan and dry. I know that's my style because I'm British. (laughs) Uh, You are. That's true. (laughs) I can always tell that you're, you're not, when you're not listening to me, but to be fair for you, I do understand that's a bit of self-preservation because sometimes I can be a lot. You talk a lot, you know, I gotta, you know, sometimes I gotta just like elbow my way in. And then I'll finish something and there'll be a break and you'll go, yeah. And that's how I know. (laughs) Dead giveaway. Or I'm like ready to go on to the next thing. You're looking around at your notes. But the good thing is I don't notice that because on Zoom, I only look at myself. Okay, good. Yeah. I only look at you. So I don't know what I'm doing. So we're both looking at Pat during Zoom calls. Yeah. That's as it should be. How you doing there, uh, Rach? You know what today is, pal? Yeah, I do. You tell them. It's Canada Day. C-A-N-A-D-A Day. Canada Day. And I mean, Canada has a really tricky relationship with their country, much in the way that the U.S. does. Although the I would argue that the U.S. is much worse. Um, but yeah, happy Canada Day to to the Canadians who celebrated it today. And then we're, we're, we're going to be posting this on July 3rd, so right before the 4th of July. The Canucks. The Canucks. So uh, also... Uh, preemptive happy 4th of July to the Americans. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Um, have you been enjoying the sporadic fireworks that Macy's have been setting off? Oh, in I haven't New York heard. City? A, I have not heard a single one. <laughs> I have not heard a single one. And my mother was like, asked me about it. She, Cause they were in Island city on Monday. I had no, I did. Yeah, I looked it up and I was like, Oh, I would have known about that. Maybe people are very upset about this. They're yeah, I mean, I have a dog who, if she could is hear deaf things, and can't hear them, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, if she might be deaf, my dog. Um, this is a new thing, but normally she's very afraid of fireworks. So I would have been it would have been horrible to be there right now between the random Macy's city approved fireworks that are being set off every day this week, but also all the other fireworks that have been going off the past month. Yeah, but the random city ones you wouldn't even you'd only hear maybe the ones in Queens. Yeah, yeah. But you'd be surprised the Macy's ones are loud. Like even when they're further down, I could normally hear them where I used to live. My mother, this is not only for people who are in New York. My mother lives in this is a stupid story to tell on a podcast, but I'm gonna tell it and then you can Yeah, please, please. 
you should cut it because it's stupid. But my mother, as do all people in Rockway, have a complex about they all. Well, they all hate Bill de Blasio, but so does everybody in New York. Bill de Blasio is a mayor you know for what? no one. The one time I stand up for de Blasio is when Cuomo talks shit to him because I also hate Cuomo. And I'm like, guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cuomo's I, a real asshole to de Blasio for no reason. Like, I have a soft spot weirdly for Bill de Blasio, but really he's an idiot and a mayor for nobody because he like the cops hate him. And then he like sucks up to the cops and Republicans and Democrats hate him. Everybody hates him. Besides the point again, cut this. My mother was complaint was mad because the fireworks were in Astoria and not in Rockaway. She was like, we have all this, these beaches and all this open land. Why does Bill de Blasio hate Rockaway so much? I was like, he doesn't fucking care. (laughs) I'm not thinking about it. And it's not even in a story. It's in fucking Long Island City. Long it's Island like, City. which it always is. Whenever it's Queens, it's Long Island City. And I was like, Long Island City is not representative of Queens as a whole at all. It's a bunch of condos. Makes me so, mad. Welcome everybody, not from New York, here <laughs> on the podcast. Who's like, what the fuck are that Long Island? We're not. City? We're not cutting any of that. <laughs> Keeping all of it. <laughs> what is Rockaway? The fuck oh, is Long man. Island City? Oh well, man. But this is a podcast, everybody. If you live in a state or a city that you want us to talk about, let us know. Send mm-hmm. us an email. We'll talk about it, even though we don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Maryland right now at my parents' house. So, you know, I can talk about Maryland. I've got, I've got experience with Maryland. I've got experience with New York City. Rocky Point, Maryland. The good old Rocky Point. I'm not in Rocky Point, though. You're not in Rocky Point, Maryland. I'm not. I'm not in Rocky Point. My friend Nikki, not Nikki Sinakis, a different Nikki. You know a lot of Nikki's. Nikki Porter Sappington lives up the road. Her well, her parents live up the road. So in high school, we used to hang out at Rocky Point State Park. Rocky Point, Maryland, is a real place. There's a Rocky Point State Park. I don't know if there's oh. a Rocky Point, Maryland. I I swear she, to God, I is, just I just fucking really 1, made that up. Just made that up. That was That's a joke. Amazing. I thought, That's that amazing. Was, I swear to you, I know nothing about Maryland. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, made that up. Rocky Point is a peninsula in I, Essex. This is, and that's my where mind. my friend Nikki, not Sinakis, grew up. Was Nikki's, well, she grew up? She grew up in Baltimore City, but then her parents moved out to Essex, which is like on the water in Maryland. But it's the it's the white trash part of the water. Probably shouldn't say that either, but you shouldn't say that. But who no. cares? white people, white people can get it. Can it's get um, it. there's a lot of blue collar. Let me say it this way: there's a lot of blue collar parts of Maryland. In well, now general. you've made it worse because now you've because now you've equated hillbillies. What did you call them first? Hillbillies, white trash, white trash <laughs> with blue collar, which is worse than saying just hillbill blue collar. What at white trash? Yeah, but they're also like right outside the city. So they're not hillbillies. I, that is something that did not enter my brain through osmosis or anything. I just said that. Yeah, that's so funny. Cause yeah, Rocky Point State Park is like a little peninsula. And my friend Nikki lived right across the street from the park. It's right on, it's right on the bay, the Chesapeake Bay. Unbelievable. Rocky Point. It's like, I was just there the other day. I was right over by there. It's like 20, 30 minutes from my parents' house. Unbelievable. It's crazy. <sighs> oh. I'm in a decent, I'm in a good mood though. I mean, <laughs> all things considered, you know, it's been a, it's been a crazy week in America. Coronavirus has just absolutely inundated the rest of the country. 
My mom's big on numbers, so she keeps checking every day and she keeps spouting numbers at me. And I was like, you know, the population is very wildly. So like giving me raw numbers doesn't help me. Well, the numbers are a fucking lot in these places. They are. Arizona, Florida, Texas. Florida. Go ahead. I was going to say, just for for quick facts, when we split up states, uh, quick facts, California has 39 million people in it. Texas has 29 million people. Florida has 21 million and New York has 19 million. And those are the four most populous states. And then it goes just rattling those off on because I kept looking this up. I kept looking this up. And so then it goes down like drastically after that. And the average for most states is like, like I would say between six and 8 million. But like when you say that California has 39 million people, which is double the amount of New York and they have 7,000 new cases, like that's a lot, but it's not like, New York had way more than that in April. So I'm like, yeah, okay, it's sure. bad, but it's not like it's the fact that it's bad uh, in a lot of places is what's really scary. But also I will say the bad, I will argue the bad part about California is California was quick to act, mm-hmm. shut down and fucking opened up like assholes too early. And they could have avoided all, they would have had no new cases. But the other thing that's crazy about mm. the openings too, is that so even New York state, Everything is like two weeks apart, which is way too close to each other. It should be three to four weeks between each of these phases. Like check and see if the rates go up and then decide what to do next. Well, he is not. We're not phase threeing though on Monday. I hope they wait more than I. Yeah, they. I know they said that, but I hope they wait longer. Like, you know, at least another week, if not another two weeks before they do that. Anyway, we hope you're all well. This is the coronavirus update portion of the, of the podcast. Other, other fun fact that I read is that they don't think that the protests have contributed to any new rise because there hasn't been a rise in cases in New York City. That's great. You I know, don't know we, about other places, but people wearing masks in New York City to the protests. So here's an interesting fact. I don't know if you know this. We have now done more episodes of this podcast in quarantine than not. <laughs> That's not true. No, it is. <laughs> we've we've been doing this for years. What? Oh, I thought I thought we did more. I just was. I just thought it just felt like. What's that. crazy so to it. me is that when we first started recording, but not when we started releasing these episodes, was before Donald Trump became president. Yes. Which is like insane. Yes. I mean, we've been watching this show for years. No, no, no. I can't do an impression of him anymore. No, not a lot. I want to, but I'm not going to do it. I cut myself off. I, my friend was, we were talking about Joe Biden earlier and my friend mentioned um, his uncle Joe kind of persona. And I was just thinking of your sleepy Joe. (laughs) Just you saying sleepy Joe. And I was like, I can hear it right now. I can hear it in my head. That's what Trump calls him, (laughs) sleepy Joe. Well, he's been, and not, this is actually true. I heard he's been uh, tossing around other nicknames. He thinks maybe sleepy Joe isn't bad enough. So he's been tossing around creepy Joe and corrupt Joe. Those are the other two. He is kind of creepy. Creepy Joe works. I don't know about corrupt Joe. Corrupt Joe doesn't flow off the tongue either because of the T at the end. Corrupt Joe. It's hard to say. Well, he's not saying it. He's tweeting. Well, I guess he does say it, but he's mostly tweeting it. Chicks on sticks. Is that what the Dixie Chicks changed their name to? I love the Dixie Chicks. I'm going to tell you right now. Are they now, just the them. Chicks now? So stupid. <laughs> I, I, Dixie, I don't. Dixie doesn't bother me. I get why, you know, but. I, I actually respect the move. I just wish they'd changed it to something. The Chicks is the dumb, is a dumb name. It's a really dumb name. That's I what. Love the, I love the Dixie Chicks. Bugs me about it. And like. Great. 
I understand they're from the South, but like Dixie doesn't necessarily have to be that. Well, is Lady it? Antebellum just Lady A now? Is that the, what they changed theirs to? Well, yes, but then apparently there was a, a African-American blues singer oh, with no. that same name. So I don't know. Maybe she wasn't a black woman. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. just know that someone already had that. Who cares? The Dixie Chicks are great. I wish they would have just been like, I said to Adrian, like, you know, the t-shirts with like, we have them, the the Degrassi t-shirts with like the bop and, and, and. The yeah. Dixie should have just changed their name to Natalie and the other one. And, and the, the other, other whatever, one. Whatever the other one's <laughs> names are. But like you know, Natalie and Ashley and Jane. Like, Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have been a bad idea. That's why I should be in marketing. Yeah. So I guess they're not going to do another Dukes of Hazard remake, right? Did the Dukes of Hazard remake movie have the Confederate flag all over it? I don't know. I, I feel like it. it did. Jessica Simpson was in it. Jessica Simpson, God bless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember Jessica Simpson? Joe Simpson. I Ashton do. Simpson. I do. I was. Um, my parents are watching Shit's Creek for the first time, and she got mentioned. In the episode with a little bit of Lexus. Jessica Simpson. What's your favorite Jessica Simpson song? I don't have one, but I love that reality show with her and Nick Lachey. What's your favorite Ashley Simpson song, though? I also don't have a favorite Ashley Simpson song. Oh, come on. Ashley Simpson has good songs. I know, I don't. Monday, I am waiting. And a Tuesday, I am fading. (laughs) I can't sleep. I don't like Ashley Simpson either. Oh, so fast. Right? Ah! <laughs> Seems like I could finally respire on something real. I like the way that feels. Ah! Seems as if it will be better than I ever know myself. Pieces, pieces, pieces. Oh, God. Whatever. That song's good. Ashley Simpson. So we're here once again in our respective homes. Well, not your respective home. You are in uh, your mother. I'm in my parents' home. I'm in the basement. You're in, at the home of the Ikniowskis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in my home to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. Of course, this is Degrassi, the next generation. Uh, this is the... Uh, how do I do this? The 94th episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. Whoa. Two-parters. I know, I for, kind of forgot. But be kind of all the two-parters, uh, which we just had one, and we're going to have another one. And like, Oh, my God. Uh, this is actually the 77th episode of Degrassi the Next Generation, episode number 513. Uh, it's called Together Forever. Together Forever is a Rick Astley song. So, Rachel, hit me up. What's your favorite Rick Astley song? Does Rick Astley have more songs? Together Forever and then the famous fucking Rick Roll one. Yeah, I, I think it would probably be Together Forever. As last week we were talking about Forever Together, which was a song by ABC. No, what are you talking Oh, no. Oh, yeah, Wasn't Forever it? Yeah. Together. That's Forever funny. Together. And then oh. this week it's Together Forever. <laughs> but the song, the, the ABC song was... A different song, obviously. The look of love. Yeah, but the the album was called The Lexicon of Love. So, and Forever Together was on that album. Mm -hmm. So, this week we have Together Forever. 
I don't think about Rick Astley a lot. I sort of hate the uh, resurgence of Rick Astley. <laughs> I don't know why. It like annoyed me. Like it was. So I felt stupid. like Rick Rowling was funny, but it's dumb. I guess like it was funny, like right at the beginning. Yeah, it, it got old real fast, which is like the problem with most things. Yeah, never going to give you up. And then there was like T-shirts and you could buy fucking hats and fucking bumper stickers, I would imagine. And uh, yeah, well, the thing is, stickers. It's, it's not funny the first time you do it because you don't have the joke yet. It's funny like the third time you do it, but the hundredth time you do it, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, but he like got he he had a had a like I guess good for him, right? Like I mean he's probably a nice guy. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't have any ill will towards him. Is he Canadian? I think he's British. No? Really? I don't know. I I thought that, but if you don't know him, then he might not be. Since you are uh the authority. Since I'm British, yeah. Yeah, I know all British. things British. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Boris Johnson or mm -hmm. Princess Diana. Bojo. Or, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Princess John, Di. John Cleese. And, mm -hmm. um, JK. <clears throat> Led Zeppelin. JK. <laughs> JC, you dickhead. He's <laughs> a hard C, so it's JK. <laughs> JK. Hard C. Simmons. Hard C. <laughs> Together forever we do. But like Rick Astley just felt like something that should have just been left in the doldrums where it, he was. It should have long been left in the doldrums. And then that song would like play at like sporting events. And I was like, all right, here we go. Enough. Because you're watching all those old Mets games again. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm not really watching a lot of old Mets games, but I did tell Rachel that I do miss baseball quite a bit. Not that I'm it's like looking too. forward to July 24th and like new baseball i'm not looking forward to that are they really doing it still i don't know i mean i think that was the plan but now the world has changed a great deal in the last like two weeks oh yeah well rick so astley is british so there you go i knew it mm -hmm. never gonna give never gonna give give he was up. he was born in newton la willows in lancashire <laughs> like a lesser podcast would do a rick rolling joke in yeah. episode a lesser podcast. We're, We're too highbrow for that. Well, and also like it's too much work. Yeah, and <laughs> also it's very old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. dated now. So here we are. We're here to talk about the lexicon of love. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Together forever. <laughs> lexicon of love was last week. <laughs> that's the look. That's the look. The look of you love. You just want to sing that one more. That's the problem. That's a fucking banger. I love it. It was. I listened to it later. It's really good. <clears throat> so this is a big episode. This is a squatch episode, which you I know Ooh, Rachel's a big fan. DTSQ. Except if you looked at the poster, they spell Sasquatch two ways. They spelled it both with a K and a Q. They had it twice on there. It was very I only confusing. saw it with the K. I only saw so it. With one side of the poster said it with the K and then the other side said it with the Q and then the top and the bottom said DTSQ. That was a dope poster. I was like, I know. Made that? <laughs> I just wanted to text you beforehand to ask you about the poster more. Like, like they didn't oh. address it at all. And I was like, who made them this poster? Probably Jimmy because he's an artist now. Oh, true. He wants to paint. <laughs> he wants to paint. He wants to paint. He can't uh, play basketball anymore, so he's going to paint. 
So like in in, in many teen dramas, there's going to be a big band showcase, and that means you're going straight to the top. It's going to the be the Northern Lights Showcase, <laughs> whatever it was called. Straight to the top, the the Rocky Point Showcase, uh-huh. uh, where they where Nikki Sinakis uh, mm-hmm. comes to judge all the bands. I I was watching, I was paying attention to the credits in the beginning and I caught that Money Money was going to be in the episode and I was like, who the fuck is Money Money? And then I quickly found out that Money Money is probably a real Canadian band. They are? Mm-hmm. Well, That's they were hilarious. they were credited in the beginning of the episode. It's like, if you watch the very beginning, it says Money Money. And I thought that was like someone's name and I thought it was going to be the skeezy manager, but no. Money, money, money. <laughs> so money money are the band that are the main competition for downtown sasquatch at this battle of the bands contest and they are fucking so much better and then if if they are a real canadian band that fucking actor who played the manager who's trying to manage jake epstein drags them hard he's like yeah they're they're good but they're like looks played out and they're totally boring so, yeah, and I was like, actually, they're pretty good, especially for a local band showcase. Yeah, they were like a fucking stroke. They were like the strokes. They were like the strokes. He didn't like their ties. Yes. And their sunglasses yes. that they wore indoors at night. Please. It was cool, I thought. Whereas, you know, downtown Sasquatch has some weird jazzy funk going on and they can't that, figure out the fucking timing of any of their music. That song. <laughs> It's so weird, right? What the and fuck I, was that? Song? I was like, when we started watching this, I was like, wow, we haven't seen Craig for a while. And I was like, not since the wedding episode or two parter episode. Which wedding episode? The one where they were the wedding band. And that's where Joey Jeremiah starts dating the 23 year old who shows up in this episode. Yeah. Too. And then I realized that I can't remember what her name is already. Sydney. Sydney part two. Sydney 2.0. Is only is her fi- name not Sydney? No, that was <laughs> her girlfriend. Oh, this is Sydney. I 2. wrote 0. notes about Sydney and 100 <laughs> wrote notes about Sydney. This is Sydney 2.0, and she is only five years older than Craig, but more than five years younger than Joey Jeremiah. She's hot, she should just date Craig. Money, money, so good, so good. Uh, so. Yeah, they're going to do this battle of the bands, the four mm-hmm. of them. The song that they're playing is like the downtown Sasquatch is playing. So going into this, it's like decide, it's like told to us, the viewer, that mm-hmm. downtown Sasquatch is like the best band in this, them and money, money. And downtown Sasquatch is so, this song is like, I know that I was hard on, I don't know if you'll forget that song me is so much better. Being blind, the how you felt, but then I fucking turned out to love that song because it's a great song. Mm-hmm. I was hard on it at the beginning because I was being shitty, but then as they as that became an ear, I was like, this is a wonderful song. This song is like the fun loving criminals or something. It's like mm-hmm. he's rapping. <laughs> I forgot about them. Scooby Snacks. It's funky jazz. It's funky, funky jazz. And he's and he's rapping. Yeah, J- it's, uh, it's terrible. Jake Epstein with Craig. He's rapping. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's just sitting there like playing guitar. And I'm like, you're going to be a, the most famous rapper in the world. And you're letting this fucking moron rap. It's and the so manager bad. who likes them is like, I loved your band, man. Especially your Leo vocal. Davies. <laughs> Leo Davies. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it also sounded like a very good name for a skeezy manager, bro. Yeah, that was pretty good. So, and that's so they do the showcase. Are we? Am I jumping? Oh much? no, let's just let's just keep jumping around. It's too boring when we follow it straight through, you know. You do. You don't like that. No, it's hard to keep up on the notes. You think the B-heads are like, just fucking talk about that. We don't care if he goes. Yeah, we didn't mention that Money Money is the uh, dishwasher from the Dots band. The Dot Marie Jones. Spinner is trying to get back in the good graces with his old pals. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So he gives them a CD, a compact disc of Money Mm -hmm. Money, because he he is, in fact, the guitar player is the uh, dishwasher at the Dot Marie Jones, Mm -hmm. which is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just what you said. I just, I just reset it. But exactly. it's also just an amazing story. The Dot Marie Jones, where you get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. That's the theme song to the Dot Marie Jones. Yeah. So, like this, this whole thing with Leo Davies turns into a Gwen Stefani, no doubt, kind of situation you where, mean, like, <laughs> Craig is the star of the band. But let's be honest, Craig was always the star of the band. I'm just I'm I'm doing like a bed. You could talk. Yeah. Uh, so, so Leo Leo Davies is already talking shit about Ellie's drumming. And then they have a photo shoot, and it's exactly like the Don't Speak music video where they pull Craig forward and they put yeah, Ellie front. behind everyone. <laughs> you can't really see her. But I I it was with I my head in my hands, sit and cry. As I was watching that, I had the same thought. I was like, and in my head, I was like, remember to sing Don't Speak when you talk about the photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This drummer, <laughs> this Leo Davies fucking hated Ellie. But to be fair, Ellie's a bad She's a bad terrible drummer. drummer. <laughs> and then Craig keeps trying to make it work, but not really. Isn't it kind of funny, though, how this whole this whole story is how Leo Davies is not really interested in the other three guys in the band. He just wants Craig. All the while, like, fucking arguably the most famous pop star musician rapper in on earth right now is like sitting in a wheelchair, like <laughs> sadly looking on while this Gavon from who in from lifetime movies is the head of the class. I can't wait to post an Instagram post literally saying that. <laughs> Cause I know those stock photos from their photo shoot are online. Oh my God. Those are great. <laughs> And are- it just, I just saw it on my other computer and like, um, there's one where Craig is definitely in the front and he's probably holding an apple and no, he's not, I mean, not an is apple, he- like an orange. <laughs> is he really? There's one where he's like very clearly in the front and Ellie's like sitting at her drums and she's smiling really. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. I love Ellie. Oh. And so, yeah, I mean, they were like, they were so excited about this, um, well, especially Craig is so excited about this whole showcase because he's like, this is it. We're going to be famous after this. And he's like, what are you going to buy with all your money? And what are we going to do? But they're also seniors in high school. They're going to go to college soon. Um, university. University, sorry. And uh, it's it's a weird time. It's a weird time to be making decisions like that. And it's like Craig gets accepted to UT. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does um, with a full scholarship. With a full scholarship, which is a big fucking deal, and he's gonna reject it because you know Leo Davies over here is gonna like make or break his career. So they do that. That's like a big, big. Got it. You can't do this. You gotta go to college. And all the other guys are also like, well, we kind of want to go to. Like, we have all these things we want to do. And Leo Davies. So Leo Davies says, 
after they do the original showcase, they invite four bands back to win. And mm-hmm. it's Money Money, Downtown Sasquatch, and then like two other ones. And Leo Davies says, whoever wins, you leave on Sunday, which is like, this is so stupid. It would never be how it goes. You no. leave on Sunday and go like record an album for the whole summer. You might be there for uh, for a year recording an album, which fine. That doesn't happen. But everybody's, yeah, no, of course not. No, it's like, it's insane. But everybody's like hemming and hawing and like, well, I got it. We have class and school and Leo Davies. He's like, this is a once in a lifetime deal. And whether or not it's a once in a lifetime deal, as like someone approaching 40, looking back at that. And I was in my head, I'm like, oh, fucking go. You're 17 years old. Like you'll never have this opportunity again. You can go to college. Like it'll be there in a year or two. If there's a thing, go fucking do it. Take the risk right now. So I was like all for it. Whereas I was on the other end. I was just like, just go to fucking college. This guy, this Leo Davies is an asshole. And I don't think he knows what he's talking about. He's an asshole. Because he's scouting at like some local showcase. And I'm like, I don't even know if he knows how to do this. True, but the but there is a prize at the end of this that is like a rec- mm-hmm. apparently a recording. This contract. reminds me of when I knew Good Charlotte before they were famous, and they had a oh, shitty here we go. they had a shitty manager named Steve Feinberg, and I am not afraid to call him out on this. Stevie Stevie Fines. <laughs> Steve Feinberg, who was kind of skeezy, and it's like he was just like latching on for hope that they would go somewhere, and they and did. They did, and I don't know if he was still their manager when that happened. Right, right. My whole thought of it was like, not everybody needs to go to college. That is also a thing. No, that's that's also true. But also, don't give up a full scholarship. <laughs> yeah, but if like this is your your you do have a genuine shot. Yeah, take it. But there's no reason you also can't go to college and be a musician. Well, that's which I was story. kind of that's like, like wait the a second. Stupid, <laughs> that's the TV show. Stupid. They have to. Yeah. They have, they have to, to make the, make the drama. They have yeah. to make the drama. And let's be honest, the B stories drama is much higher than the A stories in this like, episode. And there's like four scenes of the B story. Um, and they're all with Toby. Yeah, I think that either another band that was playing the second part of the uh, showcase, or someone that was judging it, or someone that somewhat somehow matters was someone named Jackalope. And I wrote that down. No, I, I was think, like, no, no, who, no, no, is, no. who is Jackalope? <laughs> Jackalope was, I believe. And I mean, I could be wrong, but I do think that Jackalope was the record label. Oh, okay. And I was just like, sense. who is Jackalope? Is it, is it Jackalope? Or <laughs> He's like, Jackalope is like Snoop Dogg to Kid Elric's Dr. Dre. Yeah, Jack- Jackalope is actually Kid Elric's label. Is that? Did you look it up? No, oh, no, no idea. <laughs> I mean that—that's believable to me. Um, <sighs> so, uh, so they go to the Dot Marie Jones to have this meeting, and that's mm-hmm. when Lee—what's mm-hmm. Fe- his name? I Leo Davies. Leo Feinberg. Because now I'm mm-hmm. confusing him with Leo, the good Steve Charlotte Feinberg. <laughs> Leo Feinberg. cars and money. <laughs> good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte are after my time, though. Like, they came a little late for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were... I only knew them because they were one of our local bands. We used to see them play at coffee shops. Right. But I do like Dashboard Conventional, which is right around the same time. So yeah. So, so it really wasn't too late for you. But honestly, like, critique me how you want. Good Charlotte were amazing for a local band. But as a super famous band, meh. 
they were super fucking famous though. Wasn't yeah, one of them married the, to Ashley Simpson? No, <laughs> that was uh Pete Wentz who hit on me. Remember the story from a couple weeks Wait, ago. Yes, but who was married to one so of the So one of them is married to Nicole Richie and the other one is married That's to right. Cameron Diaz. Cammy D. And also because they're twins, they can harmonize. They're identical twins. They can harmonize very well. Harmonize. Harmonize. How do you harmonize? Is that like uh, harmonizing well while getting the Heimlich? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, chicks on sticks, though. That's what uh, Lee Feinberg calls uh, Ellie. Mm hmm. Because she's a drummer, a bad drummer. She's a terrible drummer. And like Craig tries to make her better. And he keeps saying like the band, the band is going to make it somewhere. DTSQ, they're going to make it somewhere. But he's really a lot of credit. The only one who cares. Like he is, he is, but he really cares. I think there's a part subconsciously that like he needs those people to be with him Mm because he's, you know, he loves. I wouldn't want to do it myself either. It'd be much more fun to do it with your friends. You know, he just wants everyone to care as much as he does. So he's like trying to teach Ellie had a drum better and Manny walks in mm-hmm. and he, and he's like doing her hands with the drums and Ellie and Manny gets upset. She's like, it's all about the band. And it seems lately it's all about Ellie. So like, there's a little tension between mm-hmm. Ellie, but go ahead. Ellie, Manny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything more to say. So then Lee Feinberg is like, uh, what's his name? Lee Feinberg? Les. Leo, Leo Davies. Leo, who's Feinberg? Oh, good Charlotte. <laughs> I was like, how much whiskey have you been drinking? <laughs> I also had a, a high alcohol. I'm a little drunk. So what were we Leo, about? Leo, Leo Fitzpatrick, he was, um, he has the meeting and I, what happens? Like he tells a, like just rips on Ellie and the band and they mm-hmm. like leave or something. Mm-hmm. Now, so what ends up happening is clearly Leo Fitzpatrick only wants uh, Craig. So Ellie goes to Craig and is like, dude, listen, you're the only one who really wants this. I'm a bad drummer. She says, mm-hmm. Marco's not much better at bass. And Jimmy just wants to paint. Jimmy just wants to paint. I don't remember who says it, but right before my note about Jimmy just wants to paint is Dems de Breaks. <laughs> I think it I might know. be Leo Davies. It must have been Leo it. Davies. It <laughs> he said Dems de Breaks. Because that's when he told them the band stuck. Yeah. And Ellie described themselves all as excess baggage to Craig, yes. which yes. they are. Let's be honest. Downtown Sasquatch is not well, a very good band. No, they're not. It would have been slightly better when Shane Kippel was the drummer. Shane Kippel was a much better drummer. So they go. So Ellie's like, you should go do the showcase by yourself with just your guitar. And he goes and he fucking wins. And I'm like, this song that he plays is like not better than the Money Money song. The Mm -hmm. Money Money song is way better. And those are like grown people. Craig is like a child. I'm just surprised that he would win this contest, but he wins. He's got heart. And he's leaves like with at the end of the episode, he leaves. He says goodbye to all his friends. He kisses Manny in a previous episode from a that's an old clip, right? We've seen that before. They did a montage and they included a clip from a previous episode where Craig kisses Manny. That's when they start dating the second time. What is she wearing in that episode? A nightgown, like that's a t-shirt what I was like, nightgown. Is she, I was like, she's in pajamas. Drinking coffee right? at Emma's house because she still lives at Emma's house, but she, you know, still lives at Emma's <laughs> house in, in today now. 
I was oh like, what's going on? I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, I was like, wait, why did they make a montage and they included one clip from an old episode, but all other new clips? And then uh, Manny and Joey and Craig go driving in one of Joey's fancy cars. Imagine it was like Cassandra Steele just like hated Jake Epstein. It was like, I'm not kissing him. I'm again. not kissing the guy again. Go She's also the- wearing a shirt that says Boogie, but I keep wanting to say it as Bougie. Hmm. Boogie like dance? I guess so. I don't know. When she comes in and sees Ellie and Craig drumming together, they keep trying to make Ellie Craig a thing, but not enough to make it a thing. Which is weird because like they're definitely trying to make it a thing, but now he's leaving. Yeah. And I feel like Ellie Craig would be better than Manny Craig anyway, but I, you know, I love Manny, Mm -hmm. but I do too. Yeah. I feel like Ellie Craig would have been a better situation. And then Ashley's been in England all this time with Rick Astley. She's writing sad poems for him to sing. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're good, but you don't know it. You're good, but you don't know it. You're good, but you don't know it. You're good, you're good, you're good, but you don't know it. I'm crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Veronica. Wasn't it Veronica in one of her poems? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I only remember you're good, but you don't know it. <clears throat> Do you think that that Ashley has like billowing window curtains in her place <laughs> in England? <laughs> 100%. I want an episode of Ashley in England. I know we're not going to get it. I know. I- this episode made me think was like, was this Jake Epstein's out or was it like, I feel like we still have some more Jake Epstein left, but maybe we don't. We might not. I mean, I honestly, obviously have no idea. All the broomheads are like, you tell me, of course, he's back. From I, I mean, I watched a lot of this stuff, but it's all a blur now. So I kind of like rewatching it. And I know I keep saying blur and you keep bringing up that I say blur. And I'm Woo-hoo! sorry, <laughs> but I'm not sorry at the same time. How else do you describe how it's all just it's all fuzzy? Fozzy, Fozzy Bear. It's all Fozzy Bear. We Fozzy through. Bear would make a great band manager, actually, if he hasn't been one already. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to talk about Marco's braids? Yeah, now we are. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I just, I just had to mention that's the only other thing from this story that I felt like was worth mentioning was yeah, Marco's, Marco's braids. braids. Guys, that song they sing is so bad. Like, I'm not crazy, right? I definitely said uh, that that other song was bad, and that song turned out to be not bad at all and was really good. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll love this song at some point. They they played this one at the wedding in Weddings, Parties, Anything right. a, few, a few episodes back, um, and it sounded a little bit better then. It seems like Ellie got worse on the drumming. Skip it, but then he's rapping. I wish I would have it's, it's this like weird jazz funk. I can't get into it. And Money Money is like so much better of a band. I'm going to become yeah, a huge fan of Money Money. Money Money. <laughs> Spinner. Spinner. So they Shiler Stone, if I, I think I said this already, but they Shiler Stone over to Craig in the back of the car smiling. He's very happy. Mm-hmm. And Joey has seemingly d- just like thrown out as like you have to go to college thing. Yeah. which was the last scene they had together before he's driving them away. Mm-hmm. And fake Sydney wasn't there. No, fake Sydney. Sydney 2.0. 
Sydney, I think her Sydney name is Diane. Diane, yeah. Sydney 2.0 is good enough for me. I like Diane. Mm-hmm. They were watching a TV show together. They were, and they were enjoying it so much. But what is crazy to me is that Joey Jeremiah is 11 years older than her, and Craig is like five years younger. It's weird, right? Yeah, I guess. 11 years older isn't like that crazy, I guess. No. In the scheme of things. But she's like 20-something. Oh, yeah. So if Craig... Oh, yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. And he's supposed to be 34. 34. And he's like 18, so 17 or 18, you know? You just want her to bang Greg. I want some more drama. They had a lot of artificial drama in the A story in this episode. B story. I like that you tried to stagger it so that we would both be heard. I did. I did. I like paused so we could both hear each other. Um. There's a great gavel in the beginning of the B story. Crazy that Liberty's already having the baby. I know. I felt just like find- they rushed this storyline so much. She was found out she was pregnant. Then like they showed her in the background of the last episode pregnant. And now she's having the baby. Yeah. It's just like done. We God haven't seen him. we haven't seen Danny Van Zant for a while. Yeah, we really haven't. And barely see JT. Why is Toby okay? So the storyline here is that Liberty is not talking to JT, but what did that, did we see that happen? No, because he like, he, he was in the hospital and they considered it a suicide attempt. And that's the last time we saw JT, but I didn't understand that as that like Liberty wasn't talking to JT. No, not at all. I would have thought she'd be like more willing to like, be nicer to him. It was very fucking sociopath. Maybe she is. I mean, quite possibly there's a point where she says to dial 911, but don't make a big deal about it. And then there's a shitload of people standing around the car when the ambulance picks her up. That's when her water breaks in Toby's car. In in Toby's Bubby's car. car. (laughs) Not in my Bubby's car. He makes sure to say Bubby twice. I wasn't sure how to spell Bubby. I took a wild guess, which was B-U-B-B-Y, but I'm not sure that's actually right. I spelled it B-U-B-B-E-E just phonetically, mm, so I would know how to Bubby. say it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's exactly what I did with Hot Solacus. Coast. Oh. Coast? Hot Sue? Yeah, Hot Liberty Su- says Hot Sue's name really strangely, right? They both do. Toby does too. Okay. I so, really like Jake, uh, no, uh, Jake Goldsby. Goldsby. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like him a lot. So I many Jakes. To, I listen to his podcast. I'm a big fan. You do listen to his podcast. Jake Goldsby's podcast is good if you live your uh, into it. He's not going to plug my podcast, so find it yourself. <laughs> See what you think. Your parents pissed off that you got all those tattoos. They haven't talked about this one at all, and they hadn't seen it before. <laughs> I'm sure they're. I'm sure at every night they go upstairs and they're like, "Can you fucking believe that tattoo she got?" <laughs> My mom told me when I was a kid that tattoos are for sailors. I'm sure that's what she said. So every night she's like, I have to look at that goddamn sailor tattoo. Mike. She call him Mike. Probably. I was like, does she she actually? (laughs) Yeah, she does call him Mike. She calls him Michael. And like everyone else calls him Mike. She calls him Michael. Michael, Mm -hmm. you believe it? She comes home with that goddamn (laughs) sailor Sailor tattoo. tattoo. (laughs) What does she think? She's in a, uh, a wedding band? (laughs) <laughs> Does your mom call your tattoo a sailor tattoo? Um, she just ignores it. 
She pretends it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, she doesn't see it very much, but she knows it's there. And that's all that counts. Yeah, mine are very obvious, so you can't miss them. Yours are great. I'm a big fan of them. They're great. Yep. <laughs> so Liberty has the baby. I don't know. Toby's with her. She's not talking to JT. There's not a lot to say here. It's crazy there's, that it's crazy that Liberty has a fucking baby and there's not and it's a not lot a big deal. Like there's some the kind of story. There's some kind of big important multi school assembly that's going to happen. And she yeah. and Toby as her vice, not her vice president, her vice are preparing for it. You're my vice, Toby. Come in here and kiss me. They have a meeting at the beginning. She's got a real gavel to like adjourn the meeting, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> then she's wearing pregnancy overalls, which is she like... Looks, I think she looks great. She looks gotta, amazing. She's wearing pregnancy overalls and she's wearing this super cool denim dress. And I was like, where do you awesome. find these things? Because I want to wear them. Like, um, So then Hot Sue comes in and is like, Liberty... Well, so... Liberty tells Toby that her doctor is like, you can't be so stressed. You got to take it easy. Toby tells JT and JT and Liberty aren't speaking that apparently JT goes to hot Sue and says, Liberty's doctor said she can't be so stressed. Not playing. So, so hot Sue comes in to <laughs> the assembly meeting preparation meeting and is like, you seem stressed. Maybe you should take it easy. And then Liberty accuses Toby of a coup d'etat. <laughs> Et tu, Toby. Et tu, Toby. <laughs> Liberty, is the great, Liberty is the greatest character. This Even should have in, been an A story. Oh, this should have uh, been an A can story. Can you believe this was the fucking B story? It's crazy. Liberty having a baby. Liberty having a baby was a B story. It's Nuts. crazy. So yeah, I, so I guess like Craig's story, this was a pretty big Craig story too, but like just yeah. split it into yeah. different episodes. Like you could have made Liberty's the A story in the next episode, like and made something Agreed. else a B story. Like Agreed. I feel like they've run out of good B stories that are just like funny or sweet or little. And so yeah. they're like, let's just like throw this like big deal thing in here and make it pretend like it's not a big deal. It's really insane. It's like we're gonna talk about going there like very soon, and like it feels like it doesn't go there at all, but Liberty had a fucking baby and they like just threw it to the side. Well, it's also like, I mean, at least the last episode was a two-parter, but like Snake and Hot Sue was like not a B story. That should have been an A story, but at least it was a two-parter. Yeah, Snake and Hot Sue is interesting because it's like, yes, but also like they really just kissed. Yeah, but it still should have been like a bigger deal because they kind I mean, of built up to it a little bit, you know? They have. Remember he had the motorcycle and she knew all about motorcycles. Mm -hmm. I'm not above the idea that maybe he fingered her. I don't know. In the theater while everyone else was at the after party with the fruit punch and the fruit the plate. Theaters are for, man. Finger <laughs> City. I call the movie old, theater Finger City. Oh, Finger City. <laughs> Watching First Night. Just fingering some girl over there. <laughs> did I say I did that? Or no, you went to see that on a date. I went to see that on a date. So that's what it, that was the first movie that came to mind. I have certainly done my, I'm not going any further. <laughs> I went like was doing it. I was like in high school in the nineties, man. We were just like going to see fucking forget Paris and triumphant in the back. 10 things I hate about you. No, I actually went to see that and watched that. That was a movie okay. I watched. That's okay, a yeah. great, that's an excellent movie. 
Yeah, I don't remember what happened in First Night. <gasps> Did you remember what happens in 10 Things I Hate About You? Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. That is a gr- that is an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. First Night is a fun First Night. Is that the are we thinking is, is that the right movie? That's, that's the Heath Ledger movie. That's the Heath Ledger movie. That's the Heath Ledger movie. <laughs> I like that movie First Night. And I don't have all remember the David it. Bowie songs in it. They have all the David Bowie songs in it and they like sing. I don't remember it because I was on a date there and I was just so concerned the whole well, entire time. Well, that also seen also so you were getting fingered. So let's be fair. <laughs> this guy that I went on this date with <clears throat> was named Ben. And he was from uh, Virginia originally. And then his family moved to Arizona and then they moved to Maryland. And we met at <laughs> another concert we met at a concert at like a VFW hall and this band called Vesh played. And the lead singer of Vesh was known as Dracula Jackson. And Dracula Jackson was a real creep. Like he was, I was like, you don't say know, right. His name was like Sean something or other, but like, I definitely have a picture of him somewhere, but I don't, I'm not friends with him on Facebook. I don't have any other connections to him. So, uh, Dracula, Dracula Jackson was a creep. This guy, Ben, I met at this concert um, and he was 18 and I was 16. He had a Dodge Caravan that was tripped out with like, like fancy lights and stuff like that. Um, and we used to talk on the phone and it was long distance because he lived in Annapolis, which is pretty far from where I grew up. It was, a, it was the same area code, but it was long distance. And when he lived in Maryland, he grew to hate Mexican people. I did not I did not see that that being the punchline of the story. I did really buried that lead in there. I did not. That was a M Night Shyamalan fucking swerve, dude. I did not. I did. I couldn't have spotted that. I couldn't in a million years. What a twist on that one! Holy, I know, shit. right? So we only went on one walking date. Walking along, for just a story about a young man who you went on a date with. <laughs> we only went on one date. We went Holy to Annapolis heavens. Mall to see um, to night. see first night, and Annapolis Mall is very close to the Navy because um, the Navy is in uh, Annapolis, and so all of the the young sailors at the <laughs> Navy school go to the mall, and they all sit in the food court. They all sit across. Uh, next to each other rather than across from each other and i remember we went to the food court afterwards and he made some comment about the fact that all these guys sat next to each other rather than across from each other and that's all i remember (laughs) and that was why he didn't like mexican people because no 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 but he really hated mexican people yeah (laughs) i mean that's not funny but it's it's not as an adult i'm like i think that i was like this is weird but i didn't i'd never experienced that kind of racism before like it was just what a was really, his art? what did he not like about <laughs> i don't know i i mean he was living in arizona near the border for like his yeah. formative teenage years so i can imagine like jeez oh, this guy i hope you didn't let him finger you in the movie theater i don't even know what his last name is so i couldn't even look him up if i wanted to it's not sanakis i, I was trying to, did you see did you see could you see in my brain i couldn't think of the fucking name and i was like ben oh. Sinakis. i was trying to get Sinakis. he so our date he also i had a sleepover at kindle's house the night before and he picked me up from kindle's house and took me on this date and then i don't know how i got home later but i eventually so, got home did you find out he didn't like uh uh mexican people uh, uh prior to this 
or I don't remember. Date? I don't know if it was on the date or if it was after or if it was before. Because we talked on the phone and that's when I remember finding out about it. <laughs> oh and it was God. long distance. So we racked up the, was, the phone bill also. I was so surprised by where that <laughs> story ended up. I'm I so thought it was glad. just going to be like a story about young love. You know, but no. But yeah, every time I think about first night, place. I think about this racist kid who hated Mexicans. Man, and if only as a 16, I mean, obviously I did not let this go on long, but I didn't say anything about his hatred of Mexicans to him. I just like let it die and and didn't speak to him ever again. As uh, 20 years on, I would definitely say something. <laughs> What's his name? Ben, Ben something or other. Ben Sinakis. Ben Sinakis. Ben um, Stein from when Ben Stein. Stein. Ben Stein. Um, yeah, I, I, that was a long time ago. That was 19 years ago. It was like 2001. Yeah, that would be 19 years ago. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Liberty had the, the baby. <laughs> Liberty had the baby. Um, giving not it up for in, adoption. Not in, not in Bubby's car. No, we hear, we find out Liberty. They don't even like do a, like in the hospital birth scene. We don't even see her have the baby. They don't even do a, a, a birth scene. They have, she gets taken away on a gurney. Uh, Craig is playing his song. And then that like soundtracks underneath the next scene of Liberty just like holding this baby. And then the adoption lady takes the baby away. And Toby's there before JT. Which is so weird. Toby is like with Liberty and the baby and like not JT, which makes me wonder what, the fuck uh j dan dan cooley what's ryan cooley ryan cooley what the fuck ryan cooley did to linda shiler and stephen stone to like not get a bigger part in this dude and also last week's double feature when he's not in it at all and she goes to the fucking movie with toby I, i have heard some speak around the degrassi internet uh the wires that um that they weren't always very forthcoming about what was happening with those characters. And I think they just decided randomly to like write people on and off. So wait, what do you mean? Like who, what characters? Oh, just with various ones of them. I saw something that some people had posted that Drake had said that like, they just like wrote them off when they wrote them off and they didn't give them any warning. And like, supposedly Christina Schmidt had said some more stuff about like when Terry left, it wasn't totally by her choice. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, so I think that they might have just been like, nah, let's not have him on here this week. Let's like make this a Toby story. It's just like such an odd. It's I'm, weird. Because I never got the vibe that like JT and Liberty were never going to speak again. And then it's I Toby and Liberty, I do believe, become a thing at some point. Mm-hmm. But it might be post JT dying. Which is next season sometime. I think Ryan Cooley must have been a little bit of an asshole. Maybe. I mean, and Toby hasn't had any storyline since Kendra. So, like, he just really randomly appears in other people's stuff. Tobes. Oh, Tobes. Tobes. Well, that's our episode. That's it. Uh, we rank these things on a scale of one to 10 these episodes every once in a while. Because when, when this show was on the nog in the end, it had a tagline. And that tagline was, it goes there. We would always talk about, oh, well, this episode's like, oh, they go to such crazy places. Uh, but some of them don't. Some of them go to zero crazy places, like when that they stole that car out of the lot and brought it back and nothing happened. Uh, so that's uh, a great Rachel, episode. <laughs> one of Rachel's favorites, one of my least favorites. That's why the podcast is good because we don't always agree. We don't always agree. We do agree. We both 
very much uh, have a great deal of respect for uh, Mexican people, but... Yeah, that guy was a piece of shit. Let me just make a statement right here and now. Like, that guy was a piece of shit, and the fact that I went on any yeah, date yeah, with him was it. horrible. <laughs> well, I think you found out about his feelings after. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I knew before I went to see First Night with him. Otherwise, I probably would not have gone to see First Night with him. Golden years, but but up. They danced the golden years in that in that movie. I don't remember. I don't remember anything about this movie. I was so concerned about like whether what you know if we were going to make out in this movie the entire and time. You didn't make out, right? We didn't make out in the movie. What a weirdo! What a weirdo! So, not you. There's Paul Bettany, I believe, and Mark Addy are like very funny uh, psychic characters in that movie. Oh, really? Uh, yes, I believe Paul Bettany plays Jeffrey Chaucer. <laughs> Dead, dead serious. I believe he plays like a fictionalized version of Jeffrey Chaucer in the movie. I think so. Oh, I have not seen it in a long time, but I have that in my brain that he does. I haven't seen it since I went on that date, so I'm not sure. It's pretty good. So, Rachel, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you say episode 513, Together Forever, goes there? This was a tough one. Because the A story doesn't really go anywhere and the B story goes somewhere, but they make a very tiny deal out of it. So I went with a solid five. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, Liberty had her fucking baby. And also Craig that she had a baby. And Craig maybe left school. We don't know. Like Well, I'm gonna agree with you on a five. And and part of that is because the go thereingness of the Liberty story is more like her getting pregnant. Yeah. Finding yeah, out yeah. that she's pregnant. By the, I mean, having the baby is a big deal, but like by that point, everybody's kind of like made peace with it. And she's giving so, it up for adoption too. So, mm -hmm. so I'm going with a five. Cause like, where's JT, you know, where, yeah. what's happening. And the Craig storyline is, is not really here or there. It's just sort of like, Faith. There's like some maybe relationship drama, but they really even kind of don't Manny gets mad. Like the whole the whole thing about Manny getting mad ends up making no sense at all because by the end of the episode, she's just like driving away with them and they're making out. Granted, in a scene that had been shot and used in the pre previously, episode, but I think we're supposed to believe that that scene is happening in the present. I thought. We no, but we saw that before. So I know, they did a I really bad think, job. I think they were passing it off as like a, a new scene because it felt like it was like him saying goodbye to her, mm -hmm. but then she was in the car. I was very she that came was a lot. I hope they show Vancouver, but that's probably too expensive for their bub budget. The their Bubby's budget. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's it, yeah, they, they didn't even go anywhere with the relationship drama because they just him and Manny just ended up fine. So yeah. five, 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 which feels even high for the, the way they presented everything. It does. But like a four feels too low. That's kind of how I felt about it. Gotcha. Yeah, I would agree. Four does feel a little too low. Mm -hmm. So we'll five it. We're five in it. A couple of fives. So my pal. Yes. In these episodes, we like to highlight one person who really outshines the rest of them. And some of them are shit. So they really can like just go far. And, and they need some recognition for how far they go. And we call that person the most valuable Degrassian in these episodes. The MVD. The MVD. 
in this episode, episode 513, Together Forever, who was your MVD? Leo Fitzpatrick. Just kidding. I almost thought about it. I was like, this shithole. (laughs) He might be a great MVD. Guys, Rachel had a bunch of wine before we even started, so. That's, That's when she, it's a good episode. She's in such a great mood. <laughs> the uh, world's the world's going to hell in a handbasket, but I'm great over here. Everybody's like become an alcoholic, and it's fine. We'll be fine. I don't know what else to do with my time right now. I so. have yeah. We're it's it's fine. What are you gonna do? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not Leo Feinstein. What's his Leo? What's Davies. His Leo Davies. You've thrown out a lot of names <laughs> to confuse me. Nikki Sinakis. And- <laughs> That's my MVP, Nikki Sinakis. <laughs> I do have a m- most valuable Degrassi, an MVD. Mm-hmm. I do have one. And I, have, Liberty- I have one. Oh, it's Li- Liberty. Liberty Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. Because she had a fucking baby, which is not easy to do, trust me. Yeah. Not that I've had one, but I've seen it happen. I know it's very difficult. Well, I here nor there. It's it's a difficult process having a baby. And she said et to Tobey, which was funny. Yeah. And so she has the big best laugh line in the episode. And I don't know. She looked great in the, those uh, maternity dungarees. Dungarees. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Fucking Australian. My mother. Uh, those, <laughs> maternity, Dundee. those maternity overalls. So I'm going with Liberty. And because like, that's a big fucking deal. It's certainly bigger than anything hap- that happens in the A store. It's true. It's true. That's a good point. I just felt like she wasn't in it enough, even. Well, now Rachel explains to me why Craig is the most valuable to grasp. Oh, I didn't write down Craig either. Oh, shit. I was going to make a whole Leo Davies joke, but you already did that. So I'm not going to do the no, again. Do it, do it, do I was it. literally going to say the same thing where he was going to be mine, but he's cut not actually mine. mine. You can cut me, do it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I had a hard time picking someone in this episode um, because I felt like the B story didn't have enough of anything. And then the A story, I don't know. I just felt like it was only Craig in this episode. And I don't think that Craig is the MVP. Um, I went with Ellie. Ellie Nash. Ellie oh. Nash. Um, because Ellie realized what the situation was and said it for what it was and kind of stood up for like, yeah, I'm a shitty drummer, but I will try my best. And Leo Davies just did not believe in her. And she told Craig what to do. And he did it. And then he did great because Ellie knows what's up. She pushed him. She pushed him. She went she like pushed this. Him. Uh, episode... It was uh we we rated it low on the go there scale. We didn't we had a hard time with the MVPs, but the overall episode was still pretty fun. It was, a, was it was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. A fun episode. That's what I was. A I fun episode. I like to call them a fun episodes. Uh, I like I like the band stuff. The I band mean, stuff is always fun. Do you think this is the end of DTSQ? I do. I think it is. I think it is. Can I ask a, a question? Because uh, I'm so s- shocked in many ways that the Liberty had a baby and it was the B story. Now I'm trying to think is Liberty's whenever Liberty is featured on the show, is it always a B story? Do they always relegate her to the B story? I feel like she had an A story once, but I don't remember what it was. Like, when she found out, when she like found out she was pregnant, and maybe the stack that might of, have been an A story, and maybe the stack of dimes episode. 
Uh, which is more about JT and Manny. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Manny. But she's still that's in that episode. To, mm, but she's not the focal point. No, that's Manny. true. Manny's the best. I mean, Liberty. <laughs> Liberty's the best. Uh, Rachel's yawning, everybody. More Liberty, more of the time. So this was a good one. It wasn't the best, but it was still pretty good. We liked it. We had fun with it. Kind of fun. It was, it. it was still a fun episode. You know, no huge complaints, right? No, 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 no. I certainly don't have any complaints. It was good. I wish that we would have spent a little bit more time with Liberty uh, uh, being the first person on Degrassi, the next generation, to give birth to a human. But yes. what can you do? It was much more important to see. Other than Spike. Craig. Right. No, that's why I said the next generation. Oh, okay. But but Spike gave birth to Jack, baby Jack on the next generation. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> the first teen on the Fuck. next generation. Man, you scold me right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Baby so Jack. Embar- I'm so embarrassed. Baby Jack. How don't forget that. Recover? Don't forget that baby penis we all saw on TV. <laughs> How could you forget? I did forget. I did forget. You you blocked it from your memory. You didn't want to remember it. <laughs> no, I don't care about it. I, I did forget, though. <laughs> baby penis, oh, a baby penis, and I'm gonna see a baby penis. It actually looks like that. It's smaller than that. It's smaller. <laughs> and they're than very that. tiny. Tiny penises. All right. We did it. Are you going to be back in uh, Queens next week? No. No, one more week and then I'll be back. Oh, because you're doing 4th of July and the whole Mm -hmm. deal. Yeah, I'm going to do nothing with my family on 4th of July like everyone else. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just going to sit at home with an extra day off. What are you going to do? Going to go to my mom's on Saturday. That's it. Mm -hmm. That'll be nice. B-heads, D-monks, we love you. We love you. Happy holidays. A lot of good interaction on the Instagram. Sending notes, mm-hmm. sending things. We love it. Please Keep continue talking it. To us. Keep talking to us. We're on Instagram at SparkleSpaz28. We're on Facebook at Deem Podcast. And we are available by email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. And please keep like writing uh, reviews also. We, oh, please. We're yeah, slowly getting like more reviews. Someone left a four star. Someone. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> but it looks like it's like more than it was. And I'm just like, God damn it. People. God damn it. God if you bless don't like you. the Thank show, you. don't write a rating or a review. Well, they do like the show. <laughs> that four stars is a high review. So yeah, thank exactly. You. Just give us the five. Just like, what do you five. expect? I mean, we're, you know, we're trying. Yeah, let me tell you something. What do you think? You're a fucking movie critic? Like, it we give, this is free content we're giving out over it's here. Not, it's not doing anybody any good. <laughs> Just give it a five or a one. You don't, you, you, you either like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. I like the idea that like, well, you know, I like it a four. I don't love it. I like it. I like it a very, 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 it's like, all right, well. Come on, give it a five. I don't ever give, I give ones or fives. That's all I give. There's no, there's no middle ground. Uh, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to give a four. A four is a good, I mean, that's an excellent review. It is, but it I makes it look like it's not a one star. I want to know what the one, it's probably me. I mean, it, let's be fair. It's probably like, oh, this guy sings all the time. If he'd but sing I mean, one less song a week. But maybe I'm not funny enough, and maybe that's the problem. It's probably it. That probably yeah. is the problem. Nikki Sadakis is in there giving you fours. 
Nikki Sinakis. Fuck her. <laughs> All right, pal. Oh, guys, the world is bullshit. Quote it. Quote, the world is bullshit. Unquote. Fiona Apple. But we will keep recording about Degrassi. Don't forget, Don't forget Fiona Apple at the VMAs. She knew what she was. The world is bullshit. But we're here for you and you're here for us. We love you and you love us. Let's keep doing it. Rocking and rolling and making better films. Let's do it. We'll keep doing it. All right, pals. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. We might stop when we run out of episodes to talk about, but we yeah, got but time. Then we're going to do another that the Golden Girls or something. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be here forever. Forever and ever. We'll be forever. here forever together tonight. <laughs> forever together. We too. That was your Rick rolling. I Rick rolled it. You did. You did. See All right, you pals. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>